podcast dedicated to taking you behind the scenes of the designs of your favorite TV shows and films. Each episode, I'll be sharing design stories from some of Hollywood's most famous sets. Interviews from set decorators, production designers, directors, and actors about creating the look of TV and film, about their design inspirations, and stories that take sets from page to screen. Hello, my name is Kim Wanup, and this is Decorating Pages. On this episode, my guest is Ian Phillips. Ian is a production designer for such shows as Parks and Recreation, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Love, which is on Netflix, and ABC's Splitting Up Together, which is currently airing on Tuesday nights. He has joined the third season of The Good Place with me, so we are reunited, and it feels so good. But uh, it, it feels like a reunion, because much of the crew that was on Parks and Recreation for years you know, the show ends and then you all go your different ways. And Mike Schur was nice enough to bring us all back together uh, on The Good Place. So as we as the seasons have gone on, it's kind of like we've all trickled back in. It's the closest work family that I've ever experienced. Ian has also art directed on TV and films, such as Tom Ford's A Single Man, CSI, and Bones. He has been nominated for a Satellite Award, an International Online Cinema Award, and two Art Directors Guild Awards. Ian is a friend of mine, and we have been working together long enough that, as you will hear, we don't even know how long. And to top it off, he's a super nice guy. Ian Phillips, thank you so much for helping me out with this and letting me interview you, because you're my friend. I'm so happy to be here. (laughs) So it's not awkward at all. No. No, not at all. Um, I have known you for a very long time. Seven years? Longer no, than that. longer. On Bones. Since Bones. Mm, ten? Ooh, yeah, ten at least. Years? Well, prior to the writer's strike, so. Yeah, which that, was nine, that's, uh, 2006? Yeah, so we're going on 12 years. Jesus 13 Christ. years. <laughs> okay, okay, take it down. Um... But I don't know how you got into the union. <laughs> well, uh, I got into the union when I was working on a movie called Material Girls, and Jim Spencer, who is uh, a great designer, had hired me to do graphics for the movie. And when the movie uh, was getting ready to turn union, Jim asked me what I wanted to do be and what I wanted to do sort of in my career and how I wanted to further my career. And I said I wanted to be an art director. And so Jim said, well, then why don't you be the assistant art director on this movie? And that will get you in the art director's guild. Because at the time, graphic designers and art directors were not connected to each other. They were in a different, they were in 44 still. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure or, what, they were, no, they were in uh, 871 right. or the they painters, were in else, or right. they were in another union, uh, maybe with set designers. I'm, right, I'm not only sure. the last five years yeah, have five they combined years. into the Art Directors Guild. Yeah. Yeah. So we, uh, we decided that I should go in as an assistant art director that way I could be in the art director's guild because my aspirations were to be a production designer further than an art director uh, and not 
just be a graphic designer. So that was that was the movie that I got in. And when it flipped, I got into the union. Lucky you. Yeah. <laughs> took a lot of hard work yeah. prior to that. No, I'm I not going to deny that. No, I know. <laughs> it always seems like whenever anyone asks me, how do you get in? I'm like, ah, it's luck. It's yeah. sort of luck. Yeah. It's draw. It's you got to be prepared. And you got to be at the right place at the right time. Yeah, absolutely. There's There are so many people I know that still do non-union shows that they're happy doing those non-union shows and but i know that for myself i knew sort of what my direction was so i knew i wanted to be in the union and then now that you are a production designer and you work regularly with the directors and collaborate with the showrunners on the look how do you how do how is your collaboration with them different from show to show, do you think? I, I really think that, you know, it depends on who you're working with. Obviously, personality is a big part of it. There's sometimes you have people that know exactly what they want and you can sit down at the drafting table or the computer and you can draw it up and show it to somebody and they say, yes, that's exactly what I want, or no, I wanted this, this, and this. And there are other people that have no uh, visual sensibilities until they see the sets built. So you have to sit down and do a lot of sketches and ask a lot of questions and try and get a lot of answers because you obviously are collaborating with directors and producers and showrunners and there there are so many different people that are involved in the making of a TV show that you're really collaborating collaborating with all of them. Right. It's not just them, it's how can I accomplish the vision of a show while still remaining in budget, which is what the producers obviously want. Right. And the director is telling you that uh, he wants the Taj Mahal built. So how do you accomplish both of them? It, you know, it's a challenge, certainly. I think it's, if you're, if you have a good personality, that, that always helps because you're working so closely right. and so many hours yeah. with so many people that... Like with like with Mike Schur, who we've worked with on Parks and Rec, and now we're both on The Good Place season three together. Um, I know that you have such a good rapport with him, and I know that there's trust that builds up between you know showrunners and designers, and um, just because it's written on the page doesn't mean that your interpretation is exactly what he thought. Absolutely. And I think that a lot of times you've come up with things that they never thought about and they're 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 happy about that but and there's and there's other times where <laughs> it's it's the complete opposite. complete opposite and you're like what? and we're like what who don't never thought of we that. were not on the same oh, page no. at all <laughs> um, but i know that you have a, a relationship with him but what is that like like when showing talking to him about the sets of, a, of an episode uh, you know, I I think that it's really just about talking it out, to be perfectly honest. It, yeah. it is about trying to achieve what 
Mike is looking for, and that's where the questions come in. Because in my mind, I'm a very visual person, and I can start to build the imagery in my head with what he is talking about, and as we sort of discuss what's in the script. And I can already start to build that before I even put it on paper. Uh, so it's important, especially with Mike, just to ask questions about just pull it what out do of you yeah. what do you want this to really be? And yeah. of course, being comedy, I think it's it's one of those things where you a lot of different things can be interpreted a lot of different ways. <laughs> and and it's subjective. And it's subjective. What yeah. I think is funny, you may not yes. find funny, yes. and he may find really funny. So. Yeah. It's uh, it's just trying to achieve the funniest moment that we can and knowing what his sensibilities are, obviously having that history. Uh, what can we achieve together? Together, that's, yeah. That's yeah. what we have to do. We have to, we have to all do this together. You get to type it yeah. and you get to write it and I got to make it. Yeah. So let's. And then I gotta dress it. Right, and then you get to dress it. So let's happens. all meet somewhere in the middle, right. and figure out what's gonna be the funniest thing that we can achieve. I do remember coming t- into comedy and and being completely petrified and thinking, I don't know if my dressing is funny. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know if I can do a comedy. Well, and, and it's funny that you say that because you know, in terms of design when you when when you sit down at the drafting table and you go okay well i know that there's three people that enter and two people leave and these people have to leave through a different entrance i'm thinking strictly about architecture right and then all of a sudden it sets in that it's like but is it gonna be funny yeah is the architecture gonna be funny Uh, Eh, probably not but there's there's a lot of the when when it comes to the decoration that you do, that's that's where the funny part comes in because I look at it and I'm like, yeah, it's just kind of four walls sitting here and it's it's not very funny. And of course, you know, we we all try to achieve some lightened sensibilities about it. You don't want a black room or a dark gray room that everybody's got to sit in and be funny because it's just not going to be funny. Well, but a lot of, I I think one of the things that you and I struggle with is reality. (laughs) The reality of it. And, and you and I and I have been in on the joke that on Parks and Rec, where did Leslie Nope get all this money to throw all of these parties? That is parties? still a great question. And we bring it up now. <laughs> <laughs> to this our, very day on, on this current show. show. Yeah. <laughs> of like, okay, well, it's it's a big party or it's a big... Well, where did they get the money? Because re- in, realistically, I'm just going to dress for what the character could achieve in my mind, but... Right. And on a drama... That's what you would do. Right. You would instantly go, okay, well, but it's, the it's script two says... Steps, it's two, three steps beyond. Yes, yes. <laughs> this this is a whole nother reality. But we've also been in, in a situation where like, oh, that, no, no, too much. Too yes. much. Now you've gone too far. And then you're like, what? I thought, 
I thought that. But where is that line drawn? <laughs> and that's the best part about the line being drawn in the sand yeah, is we can't see you it. just kind of kick some sand over it a little yeah. bit and you redraw the line. There's things that are funny to some and not others. And I, I think, I, I mean, I struggle with it too. Oh, absolutely. I, I think every, every department in our industry struggles certainly with comedy and such short format comedy. Yeah, trying to get it all on the on the screen and relay that in our design in such a short amount. And by the time it's edited, absolutely, it's like, oh, there was so much funny stuff we yes. had in there. But thankfully, I you know I I do have to say, thankfully, most of the actors, I would say ninety eight percent of the people that we have worked with that are standing in front of all of our sets. Yes. that they're filming have dug into the drawers yes. and looked at the books and said, wow, that. these guys came up with some yes. crazy shit. And that's really funny Yes, because it is, it at least nice someone is noticing it. Yes. And, and I think Mike is always appreciated. Too. Absolutely. And he, and he knows how much thought goes into like three words on his page that right. turns into seven meetings <laughs> right exactly <laughs> and we achieve it and I, uh, it's, i'm always pretty proud of that and sometimes you can never have enough meetings because <laughs> so many meetings it will it will be funny in the end and you know if a few people laugh then great yeah. then we've achieved our sort of yeah. design goals because they'll pick up something that is absolutely ridiculous and they'll make a joke about it I I know that your show right now, Splitting Up Together, is on the air. What design challenges came with those sets, and um, how much prep did you get? Well, we had uh, seven weeks of prep, and that was for uh, essentially seven episodes. They were five-day episodes, and we shot them straight through. There were no breaks at all. So that was a challenge all in itself. We didn't have a hiatus. Um, but I would say our biggest challenge was the budget of the show and trying to replicate the house that was originally shot on the pilot is a multi-million dollar home. Uh, and when you, when you only have... Again... How do these characters? <laughs> How do we these live in people reality? live? <laughs> it's funny because I keep thinking that my credit card will just allow me to live that life, and then the bill I'm a comes TV in. Character, and, yeah, charge it. I'll, I'll, I'm happy to do that. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> it's uh, yeah. That that show was definitely a challenge on the budget that we had, and you know I think you. It looks great. You learn to find certain ways to achieve the overall look you have to you have to make compromises there's there are always compromises that you make it doesn't matter if you have a hundred million dollars or you have five thousand dollars you always have to make compromises to achieve the overall design and it's that budget i think really it, it appeals to everybody in every aspect of their life. Even if you're redoing your house, you have a budget. You have a, yeah. you, you know where your budget is. Now, thankfully, we, we are sort of the, 
the bank and the builder. So it's we not like... We can skimp on some things when yeah, it gets to a point. And you can also go back and say, look, I need more money because this is what's being asked for. There's that struggle I, I think that you go through a lot of, and what I do too of, I didn't write it. I'm just trying to achieve what's written. And if you don't have the budget yes. that you know that it can't be done to the extent or the level that you want it done, yes, it's really hard. And I think anyone who loves the job like we do, it's hard because you're like, I could have been, it could have been a little bit better. It could have been this much more better if I had had that money to put into such you know, and the, such. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. I, I do find that to be true. And, but again, you know, I could have a hundred million dollars and at the end of the day, I'm probably going to critique myself and oh, say, well, yeah. had I only had yes. $5,000 more, I could have. Yeah. If you had $100 million in a but, week. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or if you exactly. had $10,000 or if a I just year. Had that, <laughs> if I just had that extra week. Yeah. It's, it's, it's it always one of It's always a challenge. Yeah. And I, I do find that that is the case on, a case on most shows. Yes. But that being said... I feel like we we do try to really achieve the best design that we can and yes. within within the scope of our limits we that's what we do and it ends up on TV and thankfully that show got picked up. I won't say that it was because of great design, oh, but I'm going to say it contributed. That's so. all they talked about <laughs> right. in the upfronts today. Absolutely. Absolutely. It <laughs> was the, the house. Design. the house. I mean, yeah. how can we not pick up that show? Yeah, Hello? Exactly. Oh, we want to see what they're going to do with that house. <laughs> I'm kind of surprised that they even want actors to act in front of the sets. They're I mean, getting in the way. It could be a half an hour of just panning shots of beautiful sets. Um, and just so in case anyone doesn't know, when you make up a budget... Whose budget you're making up a budget for, for what? So our budget when we when I first do a budget, it's basically pulling numbers out of the air from experience. Right. I am construction. I am roughly guessing at what an overall cost will be for construction, paint, graphics, greens. Um, and anything else that will fall under our purview. Friday wine. No. Friday wine, of course. <laughs> Friday wine and I mean, cheese in an art yes, department absolutely. needs yes. to be budgeted. That is, yeah. I mean, how can we get at least one case of wine yes, in here? Yes. That is very important. That's, yeah. that, that's not, how do we get it product placed? It's a line for... item that everybody knows about but nobody talks about. Exactly. That's, that's, a, um, yeah, that's so true. And then when you submit a budget, do you, do you we don't, as I do, I don't really get like, oh, you have $80,000 and now what's your budget? Because then my budget's going to be 79999 <laughs> yes. So they don't tell us. Yeah, really. I mean, it It'll, depending on the show, depend, yeah, I would uh, have to say there, there are depending instances the where they say, look, this is what you got. You got to be close to that. And if, if you think that it's going to go way over, yeah, you gotta, if you come to me and say... That set costs forty thousand dollars. You gotta take yeah. it out. Right. Then there's a producer that's gonna say, "All right, we gotta take that set out. We gotta rewrite it to another place. We gotta." It's a location instead of a build. Do something. Yeah. Yeah. So yes, 
And of course there are restrictions. Now, when I first turn in a budget, that is part of the overall budget. So that is what the producers are looking at and saying, okay, it's going to cost X amount of dollars to build right. and to sort of get up and running. Now that budget will go up and down depending on what these sets actually are because sometimes they're just telling you oh you're gonna build a house and an apartment and and right. i can say well sure i sure. can build a house i can <laughs> i can build a house for why amount of dollars but if it's going to be a mansion right or a finishes, craftsman or a craftsman and i need specific details then that... it's going to be this amount more right and of course you know you it's an ongoing process and it's an evolving process to budget that stuff because it is and it also has scheduling yes like it's yes. oh it's first up yes well then we gotta sometimes construction has to work the weekend there's more money yeah or yeah. it's last up oh my god that was so nice of you we have so much time <laughs> so to build much time. this we have four days which means that we won't start until the very last second, of course. But, you know, right. it's, uh, yes, it's, it it's an evolving process. It gets done. Yeah, it all gets done and it all gets filmed. We've never, thankfully, yeah, you we've knock never, yeah, yeah, knock on wood, knock on wood, <laughs> knock on metal. Yeah. Uh, you know, we haven't been caught with the paint drying. So yeah. Yeah. We're, we've been really good and we try to, you know, budget our time. Because that's part of it, too. It's just budgeting your time. It really knowing is. Knowing what you're going es to have to do. Especially because while you're budgeting that and it's being built, we're already on the next episode. Right. So it's it's such a wheels turning. Like, I always think when a show starts and I can't sleep the night before, I'm like, the train starts tomorrow. <laughs> and yeah. once that train starts going, yeah. it doesn't stop. Even like this past week, we've had a hiatus week on, on The Good Place, but you're still prepping Yes. another episode. So it's not like we had off. That, we still have meetings and tech scouts. and. That is the perfect analogy. Okay, real quick. Shot fire question. Favorite set to design on Parks and Recreation? City Hall. City Hall, well, it's iconic at this point. So yeah, I can... <laughs> Best one ever. I mean, we had how many miles of hallway in that set? Oh I mean, yeah. Seven. Yeah. Seven, oh, yeah. seven miles of hallway. I mean, I would just go down and exercise in that hallway. It was the saddest day to see that set come down. It was. It was so it was. sad. Like, almost like bulldozers coming <laughs> it was, in. It was, was bulldozers. It, it was. It was, was real, solid oak. It was solid oak. You couldn't take it down. It you know, thankfully, thankfully, it did get repurposed. Yes. Some of that oak, that that solid oak was repurposed. Nick Offerman was kind enough <laughs> to make giant paddles for yes. a few people. So... It was at least repurposed. It didn't all go in the dumpster. No. I mean, I stole as much as I could off of them, but... <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it's funny. I, I now have 14 oak doors. Yeah, that, I don't know what you're going to do with all those house. doors, I, Ian. It's weird. It's, yeah, I got well, the hinges. To, How weird do you think that is? <laughs> I had to reframe my whole entire house just to fit all the just doors. doors. They were all Such eight feet tall. Such doors. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, Thank you. Ian, do you have your website? Do you want to 
uh, of course, is under construction, <laughs> just like every TV show that but I do. But it'll get there. It'll get there. It's net. The other thing is that I didn't bring up, but quickly, you also do woodworking. Some I do. Gorgeous. I mean, a gorgeous piece that he just recently gave me as a wedding present. Um, these like mid-century planter stands, which are phenomenal. Um, but you also do cabinetry and your oh yeah, credenzas and dining room tables yeah. and and a lot of that lot of that's stuff. on your Facebook page. Yes, right? some yes. of it's on the Facebook page, uh, yes. which you can look me up at Ian Phillips. I guess I have I no idea just, how there's that I weird coding on it. Facebook. Yeah, I think you just put your name in, right? Yeah. I yeah, sure. I'm sure somebody I just can find Facebook. me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's but if not, it will be on the website within the next 15 years when the website gets up. So awesome. you can look for it there. I can't wait. Thank now you. Kim's going to motivate me to get the website up. <laughs> yes. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> If you want to be kept up to date about our podcast schedule, please visit decoratingpagespodcast.com and subscribe to our newsletter. I'm also blogging. Check out my post every week on the website. I have interesting articles on my